quick this morning with a big smile on my face. Cause I dreamed last night my Jaguars clawed their way through the AFC to first place. I got every single jersey, I watch every single game. I got a shiny season ticket now, so everybody at the stadium knows my name. Cause I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win, 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 win. I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win. I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win, 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 win. I'm a Jags fan and all I want to do is win. Welcome to the JJC podcast. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Hi, this is your host, Andre Moultrie. And this is the JJC Podcast. Did you guys watch this game? Any fan that watched this game all the way through, I think the owner should give us free tickets next year to a game. This is embarrassing. I know this was in New England. New England clinched a playoff spot. And we clinched the number one seed. I mean, not number one seed, but the number one pick. Again, um, this game was bad from the jump. We, we, at the end of the first quarter, we thought, okay, Jacksonville was going to stay in the game. I mean, we didn't think the Jaguars were going to win. A lot of people didn't think the Jaguars were going to win this game. Um, as a fan, kept it hopeful and said, oh, I think they could win. And then at the end of the second quarter, I was like, well, out of their point zone, you know, this team don't score that many points. They don't, they, they're not, they're not. this is how bad the offense is. <laughs> they scored 20, what, 21 against the Jets, and they were missing players. That's the only reason how we got to 21. They were missing players due to COVID. That's how that's how we got to 21. We've not been able to consistently get over 20 in a passing league all season. So once that once it was 28 to 3 halftime, I just wanted to watch to see who was quitting, what players was mailing it in, the players that wanted to play. That in the third, just seeing if Trevor Lawrence was going to have some fight in him. He tried, but quite honestly, the team's not good enough. It just isn't. I mean, he was 17 to 27 for 193 yards and three picks. Mac Jones, Jacksonville native, he had three touchdowns, no interceptions, 22 of 30. And, Two of the interceptions were bad throws. One of them was off the hands of the back. I mean, you got to catch that. I don't know what else they could have done. I mean, they were hit by COVID. The Jaguars were hit by COVID. So a lot of backups, backups was out there. 
And even then, I don't think they beat the Patriots. This is a forgettable game. They're 2-14. and 14. To me, this is a successful season because it's better than 1-15. But 2-15 and 15 doesn't make me even happier. You know, 2-15 and 15 with a coach intact makes me feel better. 2-15 and 15 with an interim head coach that shouldn't be the interim head coach because I feel like he's a part of the reason why Urban Meyer is fired. And he should have been let go as well. And the interim should be the defensive coordinator who has improved the defense. And now that the coaching is gone, this entire staff is gone. You know what I thought was disrespectful? Daryl Bevel... I I don't know if this is true or not. Daryl Bevel... Requesting to be interviewed. That is disrespectful. Do you see what the hell you're doing out here? That is disrespectful to even ask such a foolish question. We don't want you. You are done. I don't like seeing people get fired because they they changed their lives to come for this team. They changed their lives to to get a job, this, that, and the third. I hate seeing people fired. But I just believe it's disrespectful after the the terrible job that you've done all season with the offense to have the nerve to think that you should get an interview for the head coaching job. What the fuck has it improved since you've been the coach? Nothing. It's the same plays run. Yes, Urban got fired. Urban hung himself to get fired because of foolishness. Like the bar incident. When the media wants you, they're going to get you. But he gave them rope to hang himself. And they got him. Daryl Bevel is not a head. Daryl Bevel should not be our head coach. Daryl Bevel should stay away from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, if you said Joe Cullen, maybe I'll consider it. Maybe. The defense seemed to play hard for him. I mean, they just gave up 50 points, but they seemed to play hard for him. I see the improvement with Tyson Campbell. The defense, yeah, I see improvements there, and they're not the most talented defensive yet. But I see improvements there enough where I can be like, you know what? Maybe. I feel sorry for this team. I feel sorry for the players because. And I really feel sorry for this rookie class. This rookie class came in with Irvin Myers going to coaches and now they have a new staff that's going to be coming in. Trevor Lawrence will be on his second coach. And we know and everybody know that a young quarterback needs consistency. And if he is terrible next year, this is a huge offseason for the Jaguars. They have to spend some money, period, point blank. They have to spend some money on offense to get Trevor Lawrence some help so we can know if he's the quarterback of the future or not. I think he's good. I really think he's good. I've seen some throws 
this, that, and the third. He needs work. He's a rookie. He needs work. But if he plays like this next year, I can't call a rookie quarterback a bust after one season. I'm not into that. I don't get how people just come out. You a bust. He a bust. He shitty. He ass. All of this. I'm like, dude, they ain't even played three games and they calling him a bust already. He does this in year two. That gets a lot louder in the court. And not only that, that coach, if he sees a regression, he trying to replace you. Ask Baker Mayfield if they're not trying to replace him in Cleveland. That GM didn't draft him. They gonna try to replace you, and that's the and I think that's the only reason why Trent Bulky has been retained. I don't think that, and I really don't think. I think this was Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer had the power. The owner hired Urban Meyer. Trent Bulky didn't hire Urban Meyer. Is you know, Urban Meyer hired his coaches, but Trent Bulky was hired to assist Urban Meyer. And if you assist in Urban Meyer, you just showing them the way for the most part. He like, hey, show them the NFL. Remember when I think it was a press conference that Urban Meyer was talking at. And he said, yeah, you know, Trent Bulky's done a good job assisting me with the draft. Just let me know how the draft process work, the scouting, you know, this, that, and the third. I think that's what they paid him to do. I think the real GM <laughs> the real GM was Urban Meyer, which is insane to me. Urban Meyer got the power. Urban Meyer got the power that coaches. Urban Meyer got the power of Bill Belichick and Andy Reid without the resume in the NFL. The Jaguars ownership hired Urban Meyer to do things that Bill Belichick and Andy Reid do, and they earned it in the NFL. This man never coached the NFL game and got this. And people don't, and and when I say I'm a Jags fan, I get laughed at because of shit like this. I get laughed at because of shit like this. Trevor Lawrence needs weapons this whole offseason, weapons, receivers. I like Dan Arnold, keep them. If you can find another tight end, get him. You know how New England's offseason was last year? That's how the Jaguars' offseason should be last year. They added two tight ends. They threw money at two tight ends. Jonu Smith making a shitload of money only to get one catch for five yards. (laughs) He makes a shitload of money just to do that. So what? Hunter Henry, they threw money at him. They said, fuck it, we're going to spin, and now they're in the playoffs. What a rookie quarterback, by the way, Mac Jones, who's going to get better. Trent Bokey, I wish you luck. Um, His drafts have not been good. I, I, I looked at his draft history with the 49ers, and it wasn't pleasant. He drafted Alden Smith. He drafted DeForest Buckner. He drafted Colin Kaepernick. The rest of the other picks that he had have not done anything. I don't even remember most of them. He did draft LaMichael James. I think that's the only one I kind of remember. 
he has really not done anything in the draft. And again, Shad Khan is retaining this guy. Don't tell me you cleaning up. And I've heard this from multiple people, and I don't know why they keep saying this. They like, man, I'm telling you, I am telling you, the Jaguars are blowing it up. I'm like, there's nothing to blow up. It's already been blown up. This shit was blown up last year. All it is, is still blown up. You just clean up a couple things, and then they blew it up again. The shit been blown up. What is there to blow up? Now all you got is a rookie quarterback. The next, if the Jaguars fuck this up, I don't know when the next quarterback come rolling along. But if they fuck this up, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I hate the fact that I have to come on this podcast and I've watched every single game, every single snap, and I see the talent Trevor Lawrence has. I see it. He's typical. He, he's not a tip. He can make the throws. This this is not too big for him. You can tell losing bothers him. I can see it on his face sometimes. Definitely when the offense is struggling, he's like, man, we got to do something. And he forces the ball sometimes. If they fail to get this man any type of talent, it's another laughing stock. We're laughing. We're getting laughed at. We lost 50 to 10. I look at other teams that have rookie coaches. Dan Campbell got his guys playing. The Jaguars, it just seemed like defensively they play, offensively they stuck. Miscommunication, if I can sum this season up in one word, it's just been miscommunication across the board. Coaching staff, GM, now we find out who the real GM is, Trent Bulky. And I'm hearing that he's pushing – to have Bill O'Brien replace Urban Meyer. Are we are, what are we doing here? Did we not see what Bill O'Brien did in Houston? I mean, he has some successful seasons, but no, I'm not I don't I don't want that. I I don't want that. If you going to turn shit, just go young. Do the young thing. I wish that somebody would just interview somebody in Cincinnati. I don't know how they rebuild. They be having like the quickest rebuilds. They really do. Zach Taylor literally rebuilt this team in like two, three years. They got a quarter. They drafted weapons and then got a quarterback. And everybody told them. Hey, draft a lineman. You need a lineman to protect Joe Burrow. They said, "Man, fuck that. We going receiver." And that receiver put them in the AFC, put them on top of the AFC North, and won them the crown and beat Kansas City on Sunday. Where's where is that for us? We've been trying to rebuild for ten fucking years, and we can't get it right. Cincinnati has rebuilt twice and made the playoffs 
in the same span. They ain't one shit, but they at least made the playoffs. Can we consistently make the playoffs? How the fuck do cheap-ass Cincinnati does this shit? And we can't. And I've seen our GMs give out money to players. And I've seen it all. And we can't do a damn thing. We can't even we could never get quarterback right. You know, Blake Bortles, um, fucking Blaine Gabbert, which I still am shocked that they drafted him. He showed me nothing in college that made me think he was a starting NFL quarterback in a first round pick. The the Bengals. The Bengals drafted Andy Dawn and found a way to make the fucking playoffs for four or five years. He got done, and then they drafted Joe Burrow. And this Joe Burrow in his second season has led his team to the playoffs. Now, I'm hoping next year that that can be Trevor Lawrence because Trevor Lawrence is just as talented as these guys. But he needs weapons. Joe Burrow got weapons, period. I mean, like, Khan, Shaq Khan, I I just don't know. I really don't know what you're trying to do here. Honestly, if Bulky fucks this up, if he fucks this up because he's fucked, he fucked, he fucked the San Francisco 49ers shit up. With terrible drafting, if he fucks this shit up, I I don't know. I don't know. I love this team, but this is this is terrible. I, I think us Jags fans deserve a lot more than this. You know, people bitched and complained about them doing the Twitter thing after finding out about Trent Bulky, and I, I'm down with it. I you know, I'm down with it. If that is what it takes to voice your opinion, do that damn thing. I don't give a damn because this has been terrible. One winning season in a decade. 2017. I remember not going to sleep after watching that game. Because it was that close. It was eight minutes on the clock and I was about to cry talking about the Jaguars are going to the Super Bowl. And from that eight-minute mark, it has been nothing. Nothing for us. And now Trevor Lawrence is in this filth. Trevor Lawrence is in this filth, and people got the nerve to call him a bust? And we got our GM trying to hire Bill O'Brien and pushing to consider Bill O'Brien? Come on now. Come on. I do like the fact that they've expressed interest in Byron Leftwich. I'm I'm happy to hear that they did do an interview with Doug Peterson. I'm happy about that. I mean, Doug Peterson is a player's coach. I think that that's more needed now than ever. We didn't have hard-ass coaches or disciplinarians. You know, I'm tired of these disciplinarians. Get a guy that's got a little loose, that relates to the players, that gets him to gets the players to play hard for him. I want them guys. I'm tired of these disciplinarians because these disciplinarians ain't did shit but fuck up shit. 
I'm tired of it. Urban Meyer was a disciplinarian. He kicked kickers. My thing was he was a disciplinarian, but he was he wasn't disciplined enough not to be at that bar in Columbus. He wasn't that dis. He was disciplinary. Yeah, I got players playing out. Yeah, all of that shit. I'm tired of these disciplinarians. Tom Coughlin, tired of them. I mean, I like Tom Coughlin in the earlier Jaguar days. I don't like Tom Coughlin when he was up top. No, he didn't relate to none of the players. I don't need that. I like Byron Leftwich. I would I I love that they consider him. I like that they consider Kellen Moore. 33 years old, he would be the youngest NFL head coach if hired. I'll do it. I wrote an article in 2016 about Sean McVay. He was young. I didn't know if he was even on anybody's radar, but I wrote about him. I said he should be the Jaguars head coach because I watched what he was doing in Washington with Kirk Cousins. I said, Kirk Cousins really loves this guy, and he's really got Kirk Cousins playing some of the best football in his career. Jaguars, take a swing. Let's go, let's go after Sean McVay. We know what the Jaguars did. They hired Doug Marone. He wasn't even on my radar, by the way. What is Sean McVay doing right now? Sean McVay, multiple playoffs. He led his team to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff, the guys. The guy that he didn't he inherited. He didn't want him. He inherited him. He got rid of him and got a guy he won't. And now his team is currently 12 and 4. I would love Kellen Moore because I feel like he's creative. I see the Cowboys offense, they get a little creative. And he's young. He can relate to the players. I feel like he I feel like he would be a good candidate. Todd Bowles. I like him. I like Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles did a very good job with the New York Jets. He really did. I wouldn't mind him here either. Nathaniel Hackett, no. I don't want to see him here. Dan Quinn, I don't want to see him here. Dan Quinn, I do not want to see here because I clearly remember that Super Bowl that he lost against the Patriots. I just can't get that out of my mind. He should, like, out of my mind, I can't get that out of my mind at all. That was the man that was up 28-3 and lost the Super Bowl. I can't get that out of my mind. I can't get that out of my mind. Sorry. But there's another guy that I'm personally pushing for that I know he's not going to get a lot of looks, and it's Pep Hamilton. Yes, I said it, Pep Hamilton. He is the quarterback's coach. I Yeah, I believe he's the quarterback's coach for the Houston Texans. I look at the work that he's done. First, he was the coordinator for Andrew Luck at Stanford. Came from Stanford to the NFL via Andrew Luck, the work he's done with Andrew Luck, and the work that he has done last year with Justin Herbert. And the work that he's done this year with Davis Mills. 
Davis Mills looks better than Trevor Lawrence. That's crazy to say. Davis Mills from, I don't know what school he's from, but Davis Mills, their third round pick quarterback, has had has played better than Trevor Lawrence. And, and people say, oh, well, he got Brandon Cooks. That's the only weapon they have. They have no run game. At least we had James Robinson. They have nothing but Brandon Cooks. And he's had a more successful season than Trevor Lawrence. I feel like this guy puts in work with the QBs. If we want a guy that's good with quarterbacks, I think we should give a nod or a look at Hamilton. I've heard a lot of good things about him, and I think that he would do pretty good as our head coach. But we're going to see how this coaching search goes. We really are. Um, I don't really know what to say about this Jaguars-Patriots game. It was terrible. And every fan that sat through this and watched it, they should get free tickets next year. The owner should give tickets to they should give just gift tickets because this was terrible. That's all I got for this episode. When you get a chance, check out the website at www.jacksonvillejackwirescountry.com hashtag jackscountry jackwirescountry on Facebook. And when you get a chance, rate the podcast if you if you listen on Google, if you listen on Apple, if you listen on Spotify, rate the podcast. Tell us what you think. And I will see you guys really soon. I'm going to have a number of episodes regarding to this year's draft because this season is pretty much over. But see you guys later and have a wonderful week.